Hello Geekscapists, welcome to episode 151 of Geekscape. This is your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast. You thought maybe we'd call it quits after episode 150. Was there a consent? Was there a feeling there? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. Season 3. You would think that after episode 150 we'd be like, oh, we have nothing better to do. Let's just call it a, let's call it quits. But no, it's got, wishing that Geekscape goes away is like wishing that like that car alarm stops going off at 4 a.m. every Wednesday. It's not going to go off. Or crabs. We're going to be here. Or, or, yeah, or, or the crabs move on to someone else. Um, guys, this is Geekscape, your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast. We cover news, reviews, in that world... Uh, Brian Gilmore's over here at the camera. I'm Jonathan London, your host, and every week I'm joined by a guest co-host who has an inside track on uh, the subject of the week. This is Corey Roberts, who you might remember from uh, the episode with the Jolly German. Yeah. Do you remember that? You sat here. Comedy here. And, and, and the Jolly German was there, and you talked about your substitute teaching adventures. <laughs> He's tight. Yeah. He's tight. What, Chucky? You oh, yeah, he, well, we like... We watched more movies like uh, Saw 3 and Saw 5, not Saw 4 for some reason. <laughs> oh, we like more movies, more like Chucky, Issa Doll, he do like a lot of like bad stuff like killings and things. No! Yeah, he do like a lot of bad things like killings and stuff and say like, we're going to be friends for the end. But if I keep pushing me in a fire, he say, that's the end, friend. It's pretty tight. So they hold on really quickly. Okay. They also really want to see if I'm going to well, watch. Who's they? Who's they? Your your uh, Hispanic inner city my, students. My uh, kindergarten through third grade Compton Unified School District. Um, Eighty percent Hispanic <laughs> children. Um, Compton Unified. Yes. Uh, what do you want to say? They they also want to know if I'm gonna if I think the world is going to end in the year 2012 because oh. apparently that documentary just came out. Uh huh. Um, or documentary if, <laughs> that or, we reviewed with Viviani. Or if I'm going to see the movie Furro Activity. They're really Furro Activity. They're really interested in this movie, uh, the first name of which they can't pronounce. They, they, they can't say it? Oh, oh Mister, you got to see Furro Activity? Oh, they just bubble oh. through it because they can't read. The, no, they can, no, no, they can read. They can read letters and things. The, 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 the kids across the way, remember, we were going to go to... We, yeah. We, we, Corey and I had a comedy show the other night, and uh, we were leaving to go to it, and the kids in front were like, hey, Jonathan, where's Rufus, Texas? Have you seen the movie Paranormal Activity? <laughs> and they had it on like a burned... The bootleg disc. Oh, on like, on like flea a, market on, on like a DVD RW. He's tight. I got it from my deal. I got it from my deal. It's Paranormal Activity. <laughs> Those kids always get that shit from their deal. The deal. Yeah, that's that's right. where I got all my shady shit. What else comes on the DVD? <laughs> <laughs> oh well I probably see like uh, Happy Feet But when it's over You see the end of Leprechaun 4 <laughs> <laughs> They do such a botched job Of pirating the movie That at the end of it There's some shit left over Just a black leprechaun Stabbing some white chip <laughs> At the end of By the way, I'm waiting for a job, so if my pants buzz, I'm probably going to take that call. <laughs> what? We can cut. We can cut. You can't even have it outside what, your what pants. What job? <laughs> what job? It's the only joy I get from the uh, job. I need it to for? buzz. I you were a thing. teacher. What job could you possibly be qualified for? <laughs> well, what I think job are you getting critic? that's going to call you back at 9.30 at night? I think I already said the Compton Unified School District. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be privy to that phone call. I'll put them on speaker. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it'll be like um, Dominguez High School shop class from seven forty-five a.m. until two forty-five. Special instructions are: kids as bad as you send them out. Uh, they all like to do bad things. It's like to accept this job, press one. To decline it. Press five. Five. <laughs> you don't want a bunch of bad kids in shop class. They'll attack you with blades yeah. and like, and like what? It, I mean, shop class. A lot, a lot of shop danger. Class. Shop class. There's some dangerous shit in there, like like rotary saws and stuff. It mainly, it's just modified like shopping cart pieces that have been turned into a lathe. Like, <laughs> they found a way. They're ingenious. It's a no, they cut shop years ago. That was for comedic purposes. So, guys, uh, Corey, uh, in his, if you ever see his act, his comedy act, um, is, reveals himself to be a big fan of uh, Denzel Washington. 
Uh, Denzel Washington had a movie out this past weekend, and I said, you know what, I, if I'm going to see this movie, The That's Book of Jesus. Eli, Gilmore's like, don't see it. People are like, don't see this movie, The Book of Eli. Uh, if I'm going to see this movie to review for you people, i got to see it with Corey. This movie is the Hughes Brothers film about, uh, it's, it's kind of post-apocalyptic. There's been a, a world war that has pretty much nuked everything on the surface and is in, at one point opened up the atmosphere to the point where like a solar flare scorched everything on the surface. A lot of books were lost. Um, people who were underground were underground for about a year. And this is the history of the story and um, of the world that this story takes place in. And... Uh, when characters like Eli came out from the from under the ground, uh, people were burning the Bibles, right? He finds himself in possession of one of the only surviving ones, and he's got to get it out west because the the uh, the the voice he heard, like the voice of God or whatever, said, "Go out west, bring this book out west, and protect it." And in doing so, he runs afoul of this town run by Gary Oldman, who's made himself, you know, like the sheriff. He, it's the one book he's looking for is the Bible because he knows he can rule everyone with his power. And in the place where he he, he like lives above this bar where his hooligans and shit hang out, bikers and shit. And uh, Mila Kunis works as like the barmaid. And uh, when uh, Denzel Washington, you know, shows up, Gary Gary Oldman refuses to give him the book and all this. He goes out west. Mila Kunis like comes up after him and is like, just get me out of here. Whatever. That's the loose movie, right? Corey. I would describe it as the road meets wild, wild west. <laughs> yeah. Do I have that about right? I don't no. think I, I don't think I'm, uh, I've got that I, wrong. I, I, I don't think you're off at all. This yeah. movie... Uh, but I like uh, the movie. I, yeah. I, I think. The, the movie aspires to like a level of uh, seriousness and realism like the road. Like It, it tries to be that uh, taken that seriously. But it falls prey to the kind of shit that you would see in Wild Wild yeah, West. Yeah, that's the way I would put it. Yeah, yeah. you know, because there, there are parts of the movie where you're like, okay, desolate landscape, guy looking for water, he's realistically searching an abandoned house. You're like, okay, th- this is this is realistic. Then he plugs in an iPod and listens to music, and you're like, okay, that that doesn't quite work for me. We tried to sell uh, product placement on that iPod. Yeah, uh, yeah. oh yeah, I mean, the product placement sales in this movie. Dr. Dre headphones, I think you had with Did it. they yeah. do the sunglasses? That was like the big ticket. I sunglasses. was thinking about how Mila Kunis, she got item. some size two American Eagle jeans that she was looking pretty good in. And right. Oh. Everybody else is wearing like, um, goat nads that have been sort of woven together <laughs> into a into a foul burlap. Everybody's got. Like, I mean, you have a movie. It, it kind of it's kind of unfair that this movie came out after The Road because you watch The Road and it was it, and it it was pretty realistic. The desolation looks desolate. The characters are all acting in a realistic survival attitude, and then you've got this guy listening to an iPod when there's no way to generate electricity, <laughs> and. Um, He's he's doing you know, and then he goes and searches this house. Everything's covered in dust. He's covered in dust, but his Gaddafi scarf is spotlessly white. Yeah. And yep. you're just like, okay, how does this work? Um, I always figure with all of these movies, the best way to go crazy is to look for the kind of incongruities. Like my father, there were tons of them. gave me the book The Road, right, and said, read this. Make sure you're in a good. This is what kind of guy my dad is. He says, hey, you're really gonna like this book. Unless you're down, then you don't want to read it. There you go, kid. And then, okay, I'll see you next time I come home. Um, but I read it, and he said, hey, what'd you think see of... six months. Yeah. <laughs> or, Unless you uh, kill or, yourself. Yeah, or five to one. ten. Yeah, yeah, either or. And uh, he said, did you, did, you, did you find the problem with that book? I said, what? Well, you know that like a tree frog or a salamander would have been able to survive, right? Oh, tap that. Oh, we have another paranormal activity. Paranormal activity. Oh, mister... Uh, uh, you gotta oh, take. Oh, 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 there we go. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, okay. That was paranormal. Okay. All right. I now know. <laughs> so he, he pointed out the one problem was that he he thought there should be some sort of plant life that would have made it possible for smaller reptiles to live um, on in the road. Right. And without making this about two different stories, um, uh, it's a very I'd say it's, it it strives for much more realism. And right. introspection, the road does. Yeah. This one, you will go insane wondering, how come the Dr. Dre headphones work? How come, <laughs> you know, how come... Uh, and there's the, a lot of expositional dialogue. Like, lot, like, like when he doesn't interfere with a bunch of hooligans, like, raping and killing some people, he's like, 
not your fight, not your fight, no, 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 just not your fight. It's like, dude, the fact that you're not fighting them right now tells us it's not your fight. There's a, a, a lot of swinging for the cheap seats in this one. We don't ever figure out how he's a ninja. <laughs> um, there's, right? Because what's his power? He's like daredevil. Right. And that's, even that is something that we discuss without giving too much away. Like, like, I don't care. Like, you start to wonder, you start to wonder, is he blind or is he not blind? Yeah, you right? will, like you go because they're blind because because the flash that happened that scorched the earth like it created some it made some people go blind it it uh, unless you were underground or so they created you know, a bunch of really cool hip it, new sunglasses and here and yeah and here's the thing um, he stumbles into this town it might as well have been like Los Feliz or Silver Lake because everybody just looks scruffy you know you people in New York you, it looked like fucking what the was village. Brooklyn. Yeah, look, is it like, called the village? No, like what's it called? The, the part of Brooklyn where all the hipsters hang out, West, whatever. That's what it looked like, and it just looked like a bunch of dirt bags. Uh, but one thing that they are very clear on is that there are people that were born before the 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 scorched earth thing, and those people can read. And then there are people who were born afterwards; they can't read. Mila Kunis, she can't read. She still talks like she stepped out of a mall in Southern California, but she can't read. I could not look at this girl on screen. I could. It, it, she, well, Looked at her well, a lot. She's attractive. She, the she does the job. But as she, I mean, the performance in this movie was probably the biggest real, like, gap in realism in the entire thing. She's literally talking like she stepped out of the fucking gap. And, and there's, a little bit brutal. Of a, there's a little bit of a matrix twist involving her at the end that will, again, if you're looking for the, congru- the uh, congruities, you'll go insane. Now, having said that, see the movie. No, oh. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not talking to you, Gilmore. I'm talking to the people now. See the movie. I would because say that this is a fun matinee with your friends. It, at some point... As dumb as it is. Well, look, at some point the movie stops becoming a post-apocalyptic western with religious overtones and it's just about Denzel Washington owning the screen, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, does it right, matter right. that he's... Uh, you know, no. a, a cop. You know, when you no. watch a movie and he's on a nuclear sub, does that matter? No. Does it matter that he's a dirty cop? No. Does it matter that he's a good cop and inside man? No. What we all want from Denzel Washington, should I give it to him? Give what him. we all want from Denzel Washington is one of these moments. Ah, okay, all right. So this is your call right here, huh? You sure? Hmm? You sure? Okay. No, no disrespect. This is your call. Ah, <laughs> no, I like you. I like you, but you're lying. You're lying to me. You want that interrogation, <laughs> right? There's that. What's great about seeing this movie with Corey is about like two seconds before he says it, before Denzel does a, some mannerism on the screen, Corey will turn to me and go, ah, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go, all right, all right. Okay, all right. No, okay. No. You're right. No. <laughs> right? Right before he it, twists it. it no, it's, don't it's, offer him, huh? I, I, I don't think I could have sat through this movie with like a Bibiani or Gilmore or Nara, but sitting through it with you definitely made it enjoyable. Well, I mean, what other actors are... I was thinking about this because I was watching um, Fighting, which oh, is another... <laughs> I don't know if you want to review it here or not. <laughs> let's, paint, let's paint our Saturday. Okay, so, so that's Book of Eli. Book of Eli, really, like, if you watch it in matinee with your friends, you're going to enjoy the ninja stuff, and it'll mm. be fine. I, the movie's dumb. But and it's over and it's over directed, but whatever. I like the Hughes brothers too, for the record. I like I like the Hughes brothers too, but they can't stop themselves from over directing. They got indulgent, but yeah, they get indulgent. Paint the Saturday, but whatever, go for it. Uh, Corey and I go to see this book of Eli. We come out of there, and it's like, what do you got to do? I don't know. You got anything planned? No. We come back to my place. I actually had a date with four models, but yeah. I canceled on them for yeah. this. Yeah, we come back to, to, to the apartment, and the Oregon Ducks game is on. There's a football game on. You know, the Saints whoop some ass. And uh, Texas was playing basketball. I didn't even know they had a team, but the, go on. The, the middle of that, we start watching this movie. Uh, I was over at Crave online, and I picked up this movie Fighting with Channing Tatum and uh, Terrence Howard. Now, this movie, I had heard... That Terrence Howard's performance in this movie was experimental. Uh, Experimentally awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, okay, this is sitting on our... Remember Ahmad Childers, who was on the episode a couple while ago? He, he had a, he had a uh, kid. This is sitting on his desk, and I go, hey, man, uh, you mind if I take your uh, copy of Fighting? And he goes, yeah, whatever. So, so I take his copy of Fighting, I unwrap the thing, and I go, hey, Corey, you want to watch this? 
Corey and I sit down on my couch. Hold on, I've got, I've got my own version. This is, okay. I just want to say this. Uh, he didn't suggest it. I saw it. I go, whoa, you have fighting? He goes, oh, yeah, I got that from Crave. I go, he says, I said, yeah, we should watch it. So he goes, yeah, we can watch it sometime. I said, no, we're watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> so we sit down on the couch. We watch this movie. Terrence Howard in this movie, you can tell he had signed to do the movie before he got nominated for an Oscar. Then he got nominated for an Oscar, did the movie, and swung his dick all over the set. It like basically kind of did what he wanted. Yeah. Or the director just kind of stood back because his performance in this movie is insane. But he's bigger than the movie. You can watch it. You can watch it just for him. And yeah, Denzel is one of those actors too. There's re- you watch this for him. Oh man, I don't when, even. How when, would you describe this movie? Uh, him in uh, this movie fighting. I think Geekscape. I think the Geekscape audience should do a Geekscape movie club just for fighting. Yeah. Just <laughs> to talk about the insanity that is this movie. Well, okay. First, this movie shouldn't exist. Um. Watch it. Watch it. Um, <laughs> could you make a drinking game out of every time yes, he says something that doesn't absolutely. have to do? I mean, you couldn't do it. You, we, Remember you I, might, this might bring you into the club, actually. Gilmore, I was telling you about expositional dialogue and how it's one of my biggest... Mm-hmm. I hate expositional dialogue. This movie... I, I don't think Terrence Howard ever says anything during the movie that has anything to do with the plot, period. Yeah. He just, it barely has anything to do with what, he what just, he's doing. Price of stamps is really going up, but if you mail all your letters before April 7th, you'll still get them for the old price. <laughs> in the middle of a scene, he'll just go on these tangents. Now you're going to fight that boy over there now. But if they go to the dry cleaners, most of the time they stay open later than they stay on their signs. <laughs> you're just watching this performance and you're like, He's he's literally mumbling, doing this Ratso Rizzo thing through the movie, and you're just like. Meanwhile, you got Channing Tatum doing like his best white G from Alabama. Yeah. No, on she's my heart, but not that. Not even that much. Okay. No. So, like, so we're watching this performance. The, for the first thirty minutes of watching fighting, Corey and I are like, "Can you believe this shit?" The next thirty minutes, we're both asleep no, on the he's couch. Asleep. He's asleep. You fell asleep. Uh, no, you were. Asleep. I fell asleep during your video game. Yeah, afterwards. We fall asleep. By the way, there's we're like not gay. there's we're like on, sweaty on dudes on, on the TV grounding it out on the ground. <laughs> we're sitting on the couch. We basically had the most. We basically had the gayest Saturday we could have had without having intercourse with each other. The most heterosexual thing that happened was when your dog rubbed his penis on my crotch. That was the most. Like he was trying to institute some sort of like testicular socialism where he was going to get one and I was going to get one. You know when you're sitting down on the couch, Rufus will come and drag his junk across you. That was probably the most. It's an honor, Corey. Yeah. First off, that, that's probably the most hetero thing that happened that day. I think so. Watching fighting was uh... so three to see uh, Book of Eli and fighting twice. Yeah, to watch fighting. What's funny is we didn't. I didn't make it to the movie. Corey went home and finished. It. Yeah, finished. <laughs> the best is. Oh man, that's not nice. That, that, that's not nice. No, that's I don't feel from you. Nice. Give me my money back. So it's a good Saturday. Terrence Howard and fighting. That's the way to go, guys. Speaking of casting, we know that this Green Lantern movie is happening. Uh, the director, Martin Campbell, who's directing the Green Lantern movie for Warner Brothers, has a new movie with uh, uh, Mel Gibson coming out pretty soon. This movie is um, Heart of Darkness, where he like goes on some revenge fucking killing spree. Uh, you know I'm going to watch that. I, I, you know, I like that Taken style shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I say something about Taken? Yeah, yeah. If Taken were just about kicking the shit out of Euro Trash for no reason, <laughs> and there were no human trafficking angle... I'd still be totally on board with it. If they just said, this guy's had it with them, and he rolled out there and just beat the fuck out of every guy in a turtleneck or like a, like a thin sweater with a ruffle on, and be like, fine, fine. So uh, there's uh, casting going on uh, for uh, Green Lantern. Hector Hammond um, is one of the, the Green Lantern villains who becomes like a psychic bad guy. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard. They're talking about him becoming Hector Hammond. That's that's the big rumor is that he's been offered the role. Uh, there was a rumor too that Jack Earl Haley, who played Warshak and is playing uh, Freddy Krueger, is supposed to play. So was supposedly going to be playing Sinestro. And then Martin Campbell came Jesus. out and said, "No, we actually think Mark Strong is going to play Sinestro." Well, it kind of sucks because then Jackie Earl Haley. That is hard to say. Uh, just kind of uh, becomes your go-to for like the most badass roles ever. Well, well Martin Cam- uh, Mark Strong played the villain in. He's playing the villain in Kick-Ass. He played the villain in Sherlock Holmes. He's playing the uh, villain in Robin Hood, the the 
the one that Ridley Scott's doing this summer, like Mark Strong's going to be the villain in almost everything. And if he plays Sinestro, supposedly he's not a villain in the first movie. He's part of the core, and he becomes the villain for the second movie. So uh, we we got that Green Lantern First Flight. Remember that animated movie that came out? DC do, does those animated movies. I Netflixed a Green Lantern First Flight just to kind of catch Laura up. Is so. Green Lantern the gay? No, that's a uh, Green Arrow. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Huzzah! He puts an arrow in you. Um, Spider-Man 4. We got the news that uh, Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi aren't part of Spider-Man 4 Yay! anymore. Gilmore, what's your problem with that? I have no problem with that. Well, what's your problem with... I mean, why didn't you like them? They're I tired. Like, I like Tobey Maguire. You think they're tired? They're tired. Okay. They're tired. They don't want to do it. I mean, I, you saw Spider-Man 3 and it was a time crunch, so I understand. Yeah. But then trying to do something else... I think, uh, I think Spider-Man... That, I think after that, you should pretty, pretty much leave. Because, I mean, it's not like Sam Raimi... Everything else Sam Raimi is doing sucks. Like, he did right. drag me to hell. It was, it was like Sam Raimi's back to form. Right. So I don't think he should go back to Spider-Man. I think he should pursue, you know, everything else but Spider-Man. Okay. Same with Tobey Maguire. We just have to hear him, like, bitching about his spine for, like, years before and after the movie. It's like, just bring a new cast in. You don't need a new origin story. Right. But you should pick the story up from where it was. You think so? Pick it up from a point where he's 30 years old? Uh, well, that's the thing. I, I, I can play I, that. Yes, I think you can do that. I mean... He's he's not thirty years old. I know, I mean, he's out of college. Yeah, I mean, the, the, my problem with the with the with the, uh, I I think Spider Man one and two are amazing. Yes, Spider Man three yeah. really suffered from that time crunch, but you know what? They moved Peter through the most interesting parts of his life really quickly. They got him out of high school quickly. In, you, in, in the comic, in the comics, he's in high school for a while. In 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 the comics, he's in college for a while. Like he's an adolescent. He's, he's a young in grad man. School, he's just yeah, on yeah, he, he, he's a young he's man like, in the comics yeah. for a long time. In the movies, they kind of brush past, brush through him. As much as I really think that just Sam Raimi is the man, and I would have totally been there day one for his Spider-Man Four if they had given him 2012 to to release the movie instead of whenever the hell they were rushing him to do it. Um, if they would have taken the time with Spider-Man Four under Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire, I would have thought it would be good. Uh, since that's not going to happen, there's those rumors about people like Mark Webb, who did 500 Days of Summer, taking over Wes Anderson. Now we've got a rumor. That'd be weird. Now we've That'd got. Now we, now we've You'd got. Have the, just uh, like Spider-Man staring at a screen, Owen like paintings behind him. Owen Wilson like, rolls in. It's like, uh, hey, are you Spider-Man? <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything's perfectly symmetrical. Yeah, that's, um, that's exactly what I. No, but I but think then, they th- were th- trying. Hold on, hold on, come on, I'm not done. You shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> then there's this guy who's doing Predators. There's a rumor that he's gonna do it, and you know. And then again, they they always talk about James Cameron because he had that big treatment that he wrote in the early '90s, which stunk. Uh, it was like Sandman and Electro. It was not a good. Um, and James Cameron said, "No, I wouldn't do Spider-Man. That's um, that's sloppy seconds. I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go back to the, you know. That's somebody else's franchise." And I'm like, "So was Dance of the Wolves." So was Ferngully. So was um, Pocahontas, but that didn't stop it. Um, Mark Webb is intriguing to me. I think that's that'd be interesting. I but think, they're trying. I think. I think. Yeah, uh, I like that Sam they're doing Raimi, something interesting. But, but I think Sam Raimi and Tobey. I mean, whoever was in charge wanted to leave. I think they they put out. It's like, how can we get people to want us to leave? Let's make up a really? new character called the Vultureess. Well, how? And the, let's you don't it, know that that's Sam Raimi's thing. Well, I mean... How- Sam Raimi, if anybody, was like, okay, I'm going to stick to the core of Spider-Man villains. Mm-hmm. He didn't well, want Venom. Maybe that's why it uh, Maybe that's why it happened. Maybe Vulture S was this time's Venom. Could you imagine? It's like, yeah, we'll take a Spider-Man villain, and then we'll sex it up. Sounds sounds lame. Um, but the black cat is already set. Like, you right. had... No, I, I got you. I got you. That was just a dumb... That's why I'm glad it's not happening. Gilmore, you and I are in complete agreement. Don't, don't ever forgive that, all right? I just don't speak in a high-pitched squeal, all right? But we're saying the same things. You're just saying it in a prepubescent manner. I want Tobey Maguire back, that's all. <laughs> yeah, who would you like as a Spider-Man, Corey? Uh, I think... Oh. <laughs> I, I Denzel think, would make a bad Spider-Man, wouldn't he? Because he oh, wouldn't get to the oh, point and be like, oh, do you need help? Help me! I'm falling off of this cliff! Are you sure? Uh, are I, you falling? I, uh. think a, uh, I think a Joseph Gordon-Levitt could still do it. Ooh, God, really? I don't think I, I think he could still do it. But you think he's a good Peter Parker? I mean, you think he'd be a good Spider-Man? What about LaBeouf? Go go after somebody talent first. I never even thought of that. Really? He just blew my mind. That's yeah. a discussion that we've had a lot on the website. Yeah, oh, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt or like Timberlake. 
the guy, the guy can't be perfect looking. You know what I mean? Like the guy can't. Because that like, would have been the issue with having Timberlake. Yeah, the guy can't. The guy can't be uh, high school. Hot. He can't be a high school musical. You know what I mean? Yeah. As good as I, as charismatic as Gordon Levitt, he is. As you say, it is. But there are there are a lot of choice. there are a lot of interesting young and actors. And some unknowns. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Plenty of unknowns. I mean, the Brandon star, Ralph, the, the star of the movie, know? and he was good. The star of the movie, he was a great Clark Kent. Star of the movie is the suit, so you got it. Uh, speaking of James Cameron and Avatar, the Golden Globes happened over the weekend, and uh, you know what, guys, yeah. we were major Avatar haters. We've changed our mind because the Golden Globe. Oh, fuck it. We, we, we still think <laughs> Avatar is bad, but I guess the the Hollywood Foreign Press think that it's good enough to be the best drama of the year and the best director i think james cameron's directing visually on avatar was great so do you think he deserved the writing best director over uh, all the other directors that were there i don't know catherine bigelow's hurt locker was awesome um and i thought up in the air was awesome so directing wise writing wise it just hit you writing wise i'm really glad that up in the air won Really? Up in the Air was a good script. Really good script. There it hit were, you in the head. All, every, almost every piece of up dialogue in, uh, was up like, in the air? theme, theme. Up in the Air? Yeah. No, I thought Up in the Air had some really good stuff going it's on. really blatant theme dialogue. You just hate life. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. What? Just about what you said. About <laughs> um, I did, liked Did you I liked guys up watch the, the speeches that they tell? No, I was did watching you, a video, basketball game. You no. told me about, yeah. Rick, what I was thinking about with these speeches is every time I watch somebody give a Golden Go- Globes or Oscar speech, whatever, they let them go a little longer on the Golden yeah. Globes, and they say this is like the populist version of like yeah, Oscars. and it's nice, you know. They thank their parents and they thank the cast and the crew. Um, Jeff Bridges thanked his stand-in, and you you put yourself in that moment. You, yeah. Do you do that when you watch somebody giving like I'm going to thank my parents and my yeah, hometown? Yeah, what would you do? Well, I did. I had a whole thing laid out, and it was long, and I was crying at the end of it. And then this is you th- in your apartment? This is me this? in my apartment. And then I thought, I've got to make this happen. And I turned to my laptop and I wrote like nine dick jokes because that's the path <laughs> I'm going to take. I was like, when I get an award for this joke that I wrote about creating the sexual position 169, <laughs> that's what's going to put me up there at the Golden Globes. What's that joke? They'll see. That's a tease. <laughs> Wait. You wrote a joke about doing it 169? 169 is a new okay. sexual position. Okay. Uh, use your imaginations, folks at home. But Ricky Gervais was great. Yeah, I heard he Ricky was Gervais fantastic. was awesome. Like, you, you could tell he was drunk the whole time. He brought a beer on stage probably twice when he wasn't supposed to. Yeah. And um, he just threw in tiny little jabs at the people he was introducing um, that felt not scripted because they were just so like oh like right before uh which is Mel- fucked up because he has yet to have a critical or box office hit in the u.s he doesn't give a fuck yeah, he's he doing give a fine fuck. Yeah. that's what it's so that's why he's so awesome he <laughs> does he, and says whatever yeah there you go wants. what about him for go. spider-man we can have Ricky gervais as uh as doc ock no just spider-man <laughs> fuck it no dr doom Hello. Just stuttering, Doctor yeah. Doom. Yeah, just talking shit about people. Like, oh, so, so, no, so, but it was great. Right before he introduced Mel Gibson, he made a joke. He's like, uh, I enjoy a drink as much as the next guy, and um, the next guy is uh, Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, I heard he was awesome. I, I thought it was good that they gave it to uh, like Jeff Bridges for Crazy Heart, yeah. Monique for Precious. Like, you know, they're, 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 well, I didn't see either of those movies, but they're doing shit that's like, you know Monique what I mean? Was this this year's Queen Latifah? So she was sassy on a it's movie. Fucked, it's fucking racist. I did I did 15 minutes on Compton. It's Martin Luther King Day. I'm taking my hands off the, yeah. the whole thing. I've filled my quotient yeah. already. Gilmore. Yeah. Gilmore, don't say racist stuff. Yeah, not guy. Off, okay. Hey. Greenberg, knock it off, all right? All right, I'd be sassy if I wanted. Um, so that was the Golden Globes. I'm still not into those award shows, man. I just am like, okay, you're telling me like one is the best. You know what I mean? It's such a subjective art form that you're. Well, what like, people do is uh, we we throw in five bucks and there's like ten people show up and whoever gets the most wins correct gets to take home the. So pot. you went to like a party and like bet and some of that. Yeah, yeah. Who who won? Um. Uh, Dom, Dom Zook one. Dom would have been good. Straight yeah. guy, big like Vikings fan. Kind of. No shit. Well, I watched it with a bunch of gays. I've always heard really? like a few. Yeah, I don't know any gays. I'd go on Craigslist and like nine of them, and they're awesome. Like to watch <laughs> eight them. of them show up there to fuck. Well, hey. And you're like, I, guys, I really just want to watch the orange. It's show. cool. No, it's cool because like you're watching the show with them and they're all excited. And then yeah, the thing ends and they're like, okay, now let's turn this place into a real party. And you're like. 
Hey, look, they're rerunning it for the West Coast. Let's watch it again. <laughs> Maybe some of you guys will get tired before the police come. <laughs> Let's watch Fighting. Yeah. <laughs> you should have thrown your copy of Fighting out the window and seen if they go after it. I would never throw that out the window. Oh, you liked Fighting. I Hey, look. Very few movies tell you what they're going to show you and then deliver. And then give you extra. And Fighting says... <laughs> fighting. Look, what does Fighting have? It says... Fighting. Terrence Howard, Channing Tatum. It's got fighting. There you go. It's, it's like got a... fighting. It's got Terrence Howard. It's got Channing Tatum. You know the, the Tostitos commercial where she reads it and there's four ingredients on the back? She's like, oh, simple. I like that. It's like fighting, Channing Tatum, uh, Terrence Howard, and like a, a Puerto Rican chick with a, like a good body. Right? Done. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Where, where am I going? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to revisit this. Uh, I ain't not. I'm taking it back with me. Really? No, man, I gotta watch this. I'm showing it to my class. Oh, we saw fighting. It was tight. It, it, they probably have bootlegs already. Oh, we saw fighting. Go, Gilmore, too. we might have to watch fighting in a future gauntlet. Uh, you didn't stick around for the last gauntlet. I'm kind of pissed. I left at you. like at 4:45. You watched Rock and Roll Nightmare? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, is, Rock uh, Rock here, okay, here's the thing. Your girlfriend was there. She didn't want to sit in the room. Like, that's kind of a drag. All right, buddy? Next time you do a gauntlet, can you can you hang with the bros <laughs> no, a little bit? No, she did. Bit? She was there. She was she was sleeping. Oh, yeah, you're right. She actually she actually made it through the movies better than you did. Yeah. Was that the anniversary show? Yeah, I mean, you you watched, like, two seconds of Shotgun, and you were asleep. Yeah, I you fell asleep. asleep yeah. I looked over you're at you at, like, lucky. 10 you to 30. Laura has a cute picture of him sleeping on my phone. Laura has a cute picture of Corey sleeping you on my phone. You make that my Facebook yeah, no, status. Every time I looked over at you, you were sleeping. I have the supernatural ability to sleep in a lot of places. It, it probably comes from standing standing by for flights and just having to sleep the night in the Denver airport. Did you have fun at the Geekscape 150 party? Yes. You did? Uh, let me say this. Um, okay. Because cause, cause really, we've had you on the show, but you yeah. haven't had a whole lot of experience with Geekscapists. I'm, uh, I'm from a little bit of a different place because I love comic books and movies and I get into things hardcore. But I'm just not into any of the same things hardcore. Like, I'm geeky about the Denzel Washington movie or Terrence Howard or, like, I'm really into this, like, um, pornography on the internet. Just, like, all over it, right? <laughs> and growing up, I was all about video games and comics. And it just, I can't get to them in the way that I want to be anymore. Right. But when you run into these people, you people, okay, and you're talking, <laughs> you <laughs> because, because it's not me. Um, <laughs> everybody is like on the same vibe, and you're talking to people who care about shit, and it's so much different than when you're at like a stand-up club with some guy who has five minutes of material, not for the stage, but for his whole life. Yeah, like he's just walking around, like, yeah, it's another thing. It's like, how come guys always want to have sex? Girls don't want it. You got to trick them. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way that sounded for everyone is amazing. So, so Corey. Wait, hold on. In no, re don't try to talk over Corey, this. you like people who are passionate. Right? Like, yeah, and like, let me just say, in real life, if one of those guys had done that and his mic had fallen off, it wouldn't have mattered because he'd have nothing to go after that. The, but the Geekscape kids, you like them. I talked to that big gay guy about meeting girls on the about the, meeting Eric guys AD, on Eric AD. Craig. Yeah, I was there. That was you, me, and, and it was I. I was worried, Eric, that you were going to think I was patronizing you. I thought this is like a friendly, cool guy, probably going to try to fuck me later on. But it's like a cool <laughs> guy, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to talk to like. Somebody who's really into these like preacher comics. You gave me a couple of those, and I'm like, this is awesome. Oh yeah, I got you a preacher. Comic. Yeah, so I don't understand three quarters of what you guys talk about. But every time I run into somebody at, at an event, or I'm just like, if you guys were just a little bit better looking, we could hang out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I'm. He's I'm judging, us. No. He's judging no, us. No, it's exactly. No, it's good people. Yeah, no, they just have to be a little bit better looking, yeah. right? Well, well, just to hang out all the time. Who knows that they would want to hang out with me all the time? You I know? just wanted to agree with him so he would go and then backtrack on him. But yeah, we got we, it's like, right, we'll invite you to more Geekscape <laughs> events, right? Yeah, I'm coming one way or another. Yeah, like, yeah. you guys will let me in. So, uh, guys, let's talk comics real quick. Um, this is a comic book that I ordered off Amazon because it's just been recommended to me so many times. It finally has a couple trade paperbacks out. I was like, you know what? I'll do it. Uh, IDW has been publishing uh, the, this monthly, or this mini-series uh, called Lock and Key. There are a couple different mini-series, kind of like Hellboy, and, you know, uh, it's not it's an ongoing story, but it's cut into um, 
story arcs. And it's written by Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's son. Joe Hill goes under this, this uh, that's his pen name. And uh, he's published a couple novels. His foray into comics is called Lock and Key. And the first trade is called Welcome to Lovecraft. It's about a family. Uh, it jumps around a little bit in time. So, pay it to, you know, they do a really good job with Gabriel Rodriguez's artwork of showing you details of, like, uh, changing hair and uh, just the, dis the disposition of, of the characters to show you that these are in different parts of their lives. It's about this family who's had a tumultuous experience. Uh, the dad is a career counselor at, at a high school and one of his troubled students breaks into his house with, a, with another criminal kid, kills him, rapes the mom, and the three kids, the oldest son, the middle girl, and the youngest boy, uh, end up uh, taking over the abductors, right? Like, like they come upon the house. There's obviously something wrong. The oldest son uh, draws the the kid, one of the kids, into the cellar, beats the shit out of him with a brick. You know, they, they basically they, they they save the mom. The dad doesn't make it, and you know that sucks. They move in with the uncle in this to this house called Lovecraft, right? On this on this island in uh, and I think Maine. They move, to, they move across the country, they move with the uncle in the house where he and his brother grew up, their father. The house has a lot of weird shit going on. It's got all these keys that open up doors and do different things. Like, there's one door, you find the key to it, you open the door, when you step in, your body collapses and your ghost is there to, to, to it can basically roam the grounds. That's cool. There's another key, there's another door that'll turn, that'll, when you walk through it, you change sexes. Oh, weird. There's another key that the keys in the house and the doors in the house do different things. What you got? And that that's what this that's what this story that's what this this book is about, and it's the first in a series about this house and this family living in the house. Yeah. It's an awesome book. So one of the rooms is Club Bang, is what you're saying? Oh yeah, that'd be fun. I like that sex changing room because if you walked halfway that's in, that's Club Bang. That's well, the entrance. But check, check to this Club out. Bang. If you walked halfway in at the right angle, you could really do some damage. If you just, <laughs> depending if on you how walk flexible into the, you are. The one where you change sex, you can just yeah. bang, bang yourself mid-door? I mean, it depends on your, sort of your balance and how much leverage you could get on your femur before something <laughs> bad really happened to you. But I I can't really see a downside to it. Yeah, I mean, the, the, this, uh, this book is dark, but it's told in like a really clear fashion. There's a ghost that wants to be freed from this house that's all, like trying to get the youngest kid to figure out how to free him. Uh, it's it's well written. Joe it's like Hill, House of a Thousand Ghosts. Dude, yeah, but Joe Hill, you can tell he's Stephen King's kid. Like the guy, oh, really? the guy writes awesome. He, he he writes awesome characters. The it's very clear panels. If you guys pick up this Lock and Key, I know Big Yanks is reading it. I think I waited too long to pick it up. So, uh, highly recommended Lock and Key. Um, Thank you. I want every single one of you guys to get it. Laura's reading it right now. She's into it. That's cool. Bad she, guy. Laura goes, the bad guy is so bad. She turns the page and she's like, holy shit. I, you can't believe some of that stuff's in a comic, right? No. It's unbelievable. Sweetie, maybe you shouldn't be reading it before you go to bed. You'll have nightmares. You know, for being ghosts, they are always really picky. They all either want to be freed or they want to be left alone. Right. They're like somebody with a rent control they apartment. They don't want to just... Like, I've got to get the <laughs> fuck out of here or I'm not leaving. But nobody's really happy where they're at. They can't just kind of be happy that... <laughs> that, that I mean, they're still around. Most of us, I mean... <laughs> That's how ghosts are. Like people are rent control. Aren't they just shitty? Like there's always weird trinkets in their apartment that you whirl in, and there's like there's like a can of Billy beer in the free in the fridge, and there's like a doors poster up. And what fuck a, ghosts, man. What an accurate what an accurate observation. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, Gilmore, are you playing these video game things? Uh, what have you been playing? I'm I'm way behind. I uh, I'm I'm just this, this is like Brutal, the brutal legend. And you're like, be, you're beating that game. Yeah, I got to like a part of that game. I don't know. I don't know if I want to play it. Anymore. I'm really, I, I become really emotionally attached to all my dudes. Oh really? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I lost dudes. I need to go back and get more dudes. Yeah, that, that but first then I person. saw this uh, last week's episode of Community where Jack Black was a guest host. Yeah. Or was a guest, and I stopped playing it altogether. Yeah, I can't. I, I I got to like one more of those real time strategy battles, and I was like, dude, this game. You just want to run. It, basically, all I wanted in Brutal Legend was a God of War that was funny. 
That's okay. basically that's basically all I wanted. Yeah, 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 totally. The game the, the game slows to a stop on these real time strategy missions, and you're just like, dude, this isn't fun anymore. I want basically I wanted an open world, funny God of War, with missions. Yeah. That's what I wanted. But the verses in Left 4 Dead 2, I've been playing with Jake and the crew a lot, and that's up. How come? Blast. How come you don't invite me to do that? You know, you know that's my game. Jake does. Jake he says he does. Oh, I play with Jake once. It's cool. Yeah. I, no, uh, no, no, no. But you, you do campaign. We do the verses. No, I do verses too. Oh, verses. I got an achievement for jockeying amazing. some dude across the fucking map. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I get good achievements there, man. That's pretty awesome. Are people hooking up older gaming systems to plasma TVs and seeing how that works out? I don't know. That that would. I mean, I, I think. That's a good question. I really want to play. Probably. I, I mean, because I want to yeah. play like Final Fight and some of these old video games that I just Sonic on plasma. You think has to be awesome? But does would Final Fight? No. Hold, no? Dude, Final Fight. Final Fight's being re-released. Would that hold up? Like they're re-releasing Final Fight like literally in the next couple of weeks or months, like on the PlayStation Network and on Xbox Live. Those people who have like the nice plasmas, like. Get, let us know. I, my worry is that like the pixels are gonna be too fucking That's big. That's what I'm. But don't Hagar, you just, remember when Hagar just fucking sandwiched some dude I like on the that ground? you could get better by eating either pizza, roast beef, roast or beef. like gum. Those are your th- <laughs> in, in Final Fight. Yeah, like nobody gets nobody gets the kind of you snacks have a pipe. That, this yeah. is me fighting you with a pipe. Nobody, nobody gets like a corn dog or a taquito or anything. Nobody like gets it. anything even relatively like healthy except maybe no. the apple. Yeah, you get roast beef, you scoop that bad boy up, and then you do a spinning kick on somebody, and then a guy in a wheelchair throws a harpoon at you, and you die. <laughs> Special needs my ass. He just wants the parking pass, you know right? What? Okay. You, don't, you don't have a gaming system. I've got everything up until PS2. We gotta get you over here. If I get, if I, we gotta get, maybe we, we should gotta have a get a telephone to get me something. Like I don't know if you have any like real fans. Maybe they want to get me something. I mean, maybe we, you know we can what? play some Final Fight hey, online. Maybe, maybe like Geekscapists like aren't that loyal, and maybe they won't want to get me a gaming system. But maybe they really care about this whole process and they want to get me one. No, no, I care. I no, care. No, you, you gotta come over. Uh, the Wii, they're releasing a brand new uh, fucking NBA Jam. He's heating up. Wii. He's heating up. Boom shakalaka. The um. The this new one is has like photorealistic faces yeah. that are a little oversized mm. on like two D bodies. Yeah. So it looks like Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. Like the old but, one. but they're bobble headed. It's the but you look at the graphics of the old one and it's like it, it's okay. The graphics on this actually look fucking awesome. By the that way, play awesome. play NBA Jam like circa nineteen ninety seven and it's just like Rick Smits is the best yeah. player. Like Rick Smits versus Doug Overton. <laughs> right. We're gonna fuck you guys up. Yeah, that's Overton. It's over, son. You know, you're just crazy. And, and because Barkley, Harvey Grant is gonna rain on your and ass. The thing is, because Barkley and Shaq, two of the biggest players of the '90s, had deals in other video games, yeah. they got pulled after like the first or second year of NBA Jam. Right. So you could player 34. Yeah. So so if you so if you played as like the Magic, you're like Nick Anderson yeah, <laughs> and like Horace Grant, Scott Post Skiles, Bulls. and Terry Catledge are rolling yeah. your ass up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that would—that's actually. I'm looking forward to that. The downloadable NBA Jam. That looks awesome. I ha- I did play it for the first time ever, though. I played. Uh, I played Pac-Man Junior. What have you ever played Pac-Man Junior? I was doing my laundry. Well, the you were back hour. home in Guatemala. I was. No, no, no. Uh, I was. Uh, He's I, Pac-Man Junior. Oh, close. you. Oh, it's Pac-Man. No, it's really nothing. It's like a Pong TV set. <laughs> It's just a board that somebody is hitting. So, 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 somebody has like somebody, somebody has like out. somebody has like an old TV set up to their fucking car battery of like <laughs> charging people in the back. There's fucking chickens. It's just and a shit. croquet ball that's been eaten away by termites. And like, oh, he's Pac-Man Junior. Oh, oh five dollar Pac-Man Junior. Man, I got it. So how was it? Though, Where did you? I was play at the twenty-four this? hour laundromat uh, where the homeless sleep. Where is this? Culver City? It, yeah, it's like like. Seven blocks that way. Oh, we gotta go. On what street? Uh, Venice. Oh, we're going to that, man. It's where the Mexican food place is. Is it where the guy with the gecko comes by? Hey, he likes <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> he might as well. Uh, but, uh, but anyways, he, Pac-Man Jr. is he, awesome. He, he, he's I had a great time with Pac-Man Jr. He's lettuce and he's grass over. Gilbert... The reason we don't give a fuck is how possibly how possibly different could Pac-Man Jr. be from fucking Pac-Man? Worlds, <laughs> worlds. Pac-Man is slow. He eats cherries. Pac-Man Jr. eats shit like Coca-Cola. 
and, and, and martinis. No, no, but here's the thing. Like, <laughs> Gilmore, Gilmore. You, know the, you know the little, hold on, you know the, <laughs> you know the little stories Jesus when you beat the first, when beat the first level you of Pac-Man? Yeah. Yes. And it's just like, okay, the little ghost tears his shit out, and then Miss Pac-Man, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, they yeah. fall in love and stuff. Pac-Man Jr., obviously, is their seed. And Pac-Man Jr., uh, after <laughs> Yo, you, you need to back up, man. You're getting well, my, I just wanna, you're my face. But uh, but Pac-Man Junior. Uh, in in the little story after you beat that first level, he's trying to play with a ghost, like a little like a little kid ghost uh, named Yum Yum, and like oh they're gonna be friends, that's adorable. But then Pac-Man's uh, Pac-Man Junior.'s mom, Miss Pac-Man, comes, eats one of the huge pellets to scare the ghosts away, and both the so it's like it's about segregation. It's insane. Like, I didn't know there was this huge backstory. Are you high right now, motherfucker? Pac-Man Jr. Our entire audience just... Our entire audience just <laughs> loaded their own guns and pointed them to the top of their heads inside their mouths. Gilmore, Dude. I'm looking at your phone right now. You were telling me earlier that you can stalk three different Guamanian boys at once with that thing. Yet, while you're at the laundromat, you're just pumping quarters into the Pac-Man game? Gilmore, not only is this... You had, a, like, a transcendental experience with this piece of shit game from 1984. It's like it West Side awesome. Story, but Gilmore. it's like the Battle of Gettysburg at the same time. Gil- Gilmore, you you basically could have just babbled about how fucking worthless your life was. What you just said made all of us fucking... I don't know whether to feel sorry for you or just want to put you out of your misery. That was one of the I most actually, pathetic diatribes I've ever heard. It was heard. awesome. I, kinda, I had no idea that the in the, con- in the context anything to this. In the context of your life, I agree. It was probably awesome. But looking at it from ours... I want to hang out with him. Motherfucker. I want to hang. That, that was, was crazy. Awesome. When do you have to do laundry again? I didn't really <laughs> I'm No, I'm not lying at Gilmore, all. what time of the night was this that you went to do your Like, room? after the real laundromats are closed? Like, after nine when they got home from work? Dude, you're going to get stabbed playing this fucking... You're, he's going to be playing Pac-Man Jr. Some guy's lock- going to stick, like, a rub-down fork into his <laughs> neck. No, I, I got this huge <laughs> diatribe from this uh, vegan homeless lady. Oh, Jesus. Gil- was- you're wait, my wait, friend. Wait, wait, that's don't, the- don't do this. Gilmore, please, as your friend, don't fucking go here anymore, man. That's the ultimate do vanity, this. by the way, of vegan Gilmore, homeless. Gilmore, don't do this, man. I used Tide, and she said I was poisoning my body. Wait, wait, Gilmore. I just realized a vegan homeless person. Right? Isn't that just a homeless right? person? No. Well, is a is a laffy taffy contain animal products? No, she won't accept shit. Like, have you never huh? had a picky homeless person? Yeah, I, my like, friend. My I was friend walking out yeah. of a fat burger once, and yeah. I only ate half my burger. I cut the other one just so I'd be able to give it to a homeless guy. I'm not yeah. gonna reheat a burger, and uh, yeah, I'm just well. going to. Uh, and I'm just gonna. And I'm, yeah, I'm, now I'm you have standards. I gave, yeah, I gave it to the homeless guy, and after what I just paid for, mm-hmm. I gave him the other half, like ten dollars. Yeah, fat, fat burger is expensive. Yeah, and I paid. It was delicious. I, I gave it to him. He's like, no, no, thanks, man. I don't need that stuff. Do you think that had something to do with you really? more than the sandwich? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like dude, he's it, like, it, I it don't talk to like. Some laundromat fucking, yeah. it's a whole kind of person yeah. Mickey uh, homeless if people. some uncloaked mogwai looking motherfucker came up to me and was like hey you want to have my fat burger and he looked like <laughs> you that's horrible I wouldn't have taken a hamburger hey if you here. want the other half meet me at the laundromat after sundown the, the, the list of <laughs> no, but that was actually, there's a cock fight by the dry Gilmore, cleaning area Gilmore the list of things I would take from you is very narrow it's a very short list Laura, Laura's like Jonathan stop making fun of Gilmore right I'm only on like every three months, Laura. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Deal. Co- Corey can Do make it. funny. What do, you, what do you have? What do you have? Go. Well, I, I, I took that one shot at you, which I'm pretty proud of. I'm going to rewind that. Later. <laughs> uh, or I said, um, if you want the other half, meet me at the laundromat after sundown. Oh, I sold it. No, that wasn't very. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Um, Does Leah worry about you going out to like the laundromats at like like ten o'clock? Are you trying to pick up extra money doing something or what? <laughs> The laundromats. Uh, He's does, on the does, circuit. Does Leah worry about you doing the rounds? <laughs> Do you worry about you? No, it's a laundromat. No one's there except for one homeless dude who sleeps there. Come where you could die. If anything, what if he protects me? Maybe he'll protect me from the other people. Wait, he might around. be a good Samaritan superhero. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's altruistic. Some guy comes in and tries to rob quarters. He'll be like the Ludo of the of the laundromat. Gilmore, he throws you, game powder in their <laughs> eyes. Gilmore, why don't you do? Why don't you Show do your laundry? You to safety. Gilmore, why don't you do the laundry during the day or something? Like that? What do you so think? Working? No, on like weekends and stuff like that. Like, come on, Saturday, Sunday, do your laundry. Hey. I'm worried about you going to fucking some watermelon laundromat at ten o'clock and playing Pac-Man Junior. While some guy sneaks up behind you and puts a knife in you. <laughs> Sorry, John. He doesn't have time to leave. He does all of his laundry. 
Sweetie, sweetie, go, go check. I think the laundry I did today is laundry I did today. Did you remember it's not Rowan. Did you remember this time? It's not Rowan. I just He's taking care of his own business, and that's admirable. Okay, you're <laughs> right. Not bringing his laundry over to our house and doing it while he's filming. <laughs> Don't mention that. Gilmore. It's not a bad idea. I wish I had someone do my laundry can't. for me. Corey, you can come over to our place and do one. I know. Just, it, no, just. Oh yeah, just means, you know, you, like, you have somebody. It's nice. Um. So there's another weirdo game coming to uh, the Wii, this downloadable Muscle Man March. Did you ever see this trailer? It's all these muscle men and like a panda bear walking around. Wait, in, like, muscle men from the, the game? from you, like the, the muscles? Or the guy, yeah, they come in little, little four cello packs. No, it's not those little plastic wrestler guys. Not interested. There's actually a game called Muscle Man March. <laughs> if I play the trailer, you would actually be interested. It looks like the craziest, most, I mean... I want to show you the trailer, but it'll blow your mind. It literally is like a march of dudes in Speedos and a panda bear walking around doing crazy shit. And I don't even know how the game is played, uh, but I think it'll sell just basically on how crazy this game is. It looks, um, definitely looks gay. Where's Terrence Howard allowed. I don't know. It's not Most nice. of these bears are on loan from China. You can name them what you want, but they want them to have a Chinese name. <laughs> Oh, um, Gilmore, I found out that I don't have to miss E3 for my honeymoon. Hey, E3, look at your e, priorities. Yeah, e, E3 is... Uh, look at what's really on your mind. No, I'm, 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 I thought that oh, E3... Oh, I gotta go on this honeymoon. Well, They're Gilmore, on the same day. He's just not going well, on Gilmore, honeymoon. last year, last year, remember, like, it was early June, E3, and you didn't go because you were working? Yeah, I just got my job. You had just gotten this job. Uh, you still had a remnant, a little bit of a soul left. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, E3 now is uh, mid-June, the 15th to the 17th. So we'll definitely be there. We'll, de well you won't be there. Nah, it's like Tuesday to Thursday, so you won't be there. I'll be one we'll, day. I just we'll want to go one nah. day. That broke my heart yeah. last year. When Ben had your pass. Yeah, when Ben is like, what do you think it is, Brian? Yeah. It's like, I think I have a Maybe job, Corey will come man. with us. I'll go. We'll, What's that, we'll have Nar. We'll have Bibiani. Maybe Corey. What's the name of that porno convention that you guys were at? AEE. AEE. Is there something called AES or EA? S this was the Adult Vegas. Entertainment Expo. Somebody was telling me, this Chinese guy was telling me that he spends, like, he comes into Vegas every January for, and it was some kind of a convention. That's it. That was it. No, no, that's CES. Oh, yeah, CES. We were at CES. Is that the porno thing? No, that's the electronics. CES, and then there's the porno thing. They're going on at the same time. He was so proud of it. I was hoping that he was just like... It's a big thing. Yeah. It's like the Comic-Con of porn. No, I knew... We went to CES. Yeah, but... And then we went to AEE. Yeah. Which destroyed me. You got me a flashlight. I got Gilmore this package of just the grossness that they gave me. Yeah, I gave him a calendar. Did you enjoy any of that? Yeah, thanks for that thoughtful birthday present. We buy you a video game. Hey, I'll get a bag I, of I, shit you get for free. No, no, I, that wasn't all free. It, <laughs> it took me. It took some of my dignity. I had to walk around with that stuff. My neighbor is a strip club bouncer, and he gave me that calendar. So. Oh, that was awesome. Is it up? Yes. You have the strip, the stripper no, calendar. I'm in lying completely. Gilmore, I'll, I'll find you a better, like a real flashlight. What do you think of that? I think a flashlight. It's been an ongoing joke with me and Yang that for one of his birthdays, I'm gonna buy him a used flashlight off of eBay. Oh! <laughs> I don't get it. What's <laughs> the, the joke? Do they, not, do they not work Gilmore, as well after they've been used? Gilmore, speaking of Yanks. Yeah. Wookie Wombat moved in with him in New York. What? Two Geekscapists living together. Two Geekscapists together living together in New York. As one. I wish I had some. Can you imagine that? Like, that might be the saddest shit I ever heard. Oh, wow. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wow. I need to catch up with the Yanks. Well, I think Yanks... Both of their lives Yanks, went down the shithole, so now they're living together. Yeah, Yanks, That's actually really Yanks, sad. Well, I think Yanks is living with his grandma. And Wookie <sighs> moved in with Yanks and his grandma. She's my heart. That's Geekscape right there. Literally. Buy me a gaming system. Grandma's boy. <laughs> Literally. Is How Geekscape. good is that? Not for that. We, you know what we should do? We should do a show where they're just on webcam. Or we should do like a show where like we, we should get somebody in New York to just document Yanks and, and you know what? We should do a Yanks and Wookiee show. That would who, be, who would that would watch be like that? The, that would be like our version of like Born in Brothels or something sad. <laughs> Wait, sad? You mean hotter? <laughs> well, it, can you imagine what an episode would be like? It's like Wookiee and Yank sitting there and be like, we only have one microwavable corn dog left. Who's going to get it? Like, I'll eat the corn, you eat the dog. They're fighting over it while, like, 
like both of them are fighting really hard. The burrito falls in front of the camera. You see the price tag is thirty three cents. They're fighting <laughs> the to the, the death. worst thing ever. They're they fighting so horse they're, meat. They're fighting so hard it hits the ground and a rat carries it away. <laughs> We have each other in it. Well, the other one's fucking up. The other one's something that means a lot to them. <laughs> they dropped the, the microwave burrito and a rat runs away with it. <laughs> you think you, you can play the rat? I'll do it. You also get that. Um, uh, man, how great would it be? I mean, I love the Geekscapers. How so great would it be? Time. How great would it be to have that as a show? Like Wookie and Yanks together, together again. Wookie and Yanks. Would that be like a SAG show that I could get involved in, or I wouldn't? You you can play you can play like the mailman or like okay. taxi driver. Oh, Where two Yanks? I want to just be able to show some range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You can play the rat. Okay. Show some range. I got your burrito. I'm running into the wall. <laughs> no, get him. No, please. One of them just starts crying. Can't even move. <laughs> Yanks. Yeah, that's the one I had in mind. Por qué? Por qué? I mean, well, yeah, Wookie just does like this dive slide. Can you tell these people who these land, are if they're new? Who these people are? Uh, these these are okay. Okay, let's get yeah, out. Let's know. get out. I'm this. trying to be, make friends. Wookie Wombat and, and Big Yanks are two of our uh, most popular forum members on the Geekscape website. I think we should just segue into telling oh. you that the Geekscape website uh, has forums. They're very popular. You should sign up for them if you haven't already. You can. You can this ha- isn't an endorsement. Enough. The, the, we can the, shit on the most <laughs> personal moments of your life. The great thing about it is you can find love. People have done it on the Geekscape website. People have moved cross country and moved yeah. in together. We've had rom- people have found romance. People have obviously found roommates. And you know what? Just on the surface level, people have found friends. I think we've legitimately. I think we've like four or five Geekscape couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been together for more, multiple Absolutely. years. Three of them are sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Laura goes ah for the earth. Uh, what the Geekscape what? guys? The Geekscape forum. Sign up for them. That, that's really the place to be. I'm on that. Um, where do you do that? On the Geekscape website, Geekscape.net. You got to check. You got to oh, go okay. there. That's where we all hang out. Geekscape.net/forums. Geekscape.net/forums. You, you go there. You're gonna find some friends right there. You're looking for a roommate who will share a burrito with you. You do that. You sound like those little kids, Theo. Yeah. Um, you go there. You're gonna find. You're gonna find some friends. Right you're gonna there. find some friends. You go there. Uh, Facebook. Go on Facebook, search for Geekscape, become a fan. We're all there. Why aren't you? Uh, let's definitely, guys, come on, let's get that, that Geekscape fan page boosted up, okay? Uh, also on Geekscape.net, you can buy a t-shirt. They're ten bucks. Go ahead, go for it. I'll, I'll mail you something. Maybe I'll mail you a copy of Fighting. If Corey doesn't stop, if Corey doesn't steal it. Uh, also on Twitter, you can find us on Twitter. Gilmore is just, what are you, just Brian Gilmore on Twitter? Yep. And I'm just Jonathan Leonard on Gilmore. Go ahead and uh, follow us there on, on Twitter. Well, you have a Twitter? You do that Twitter thing? It's CY Roberts, but it's um, it's mainly just people that I'm reminding myself to think about later on. What right? does that mean? Like, oh, Christina Aguilera lost a baby weight. Think about her later on. I don't really use them for the public. It's just kind of remind. Twitter is a spank bang. Just to re- no, just to think about, like to motivate, like oh, she can do it, so can I. Kind of. Really sad. Uh, as always, you can find Gilmore at the uh, Venice uh, laundromat after ten o'clock, playing Pac-Man Junior. Uh, you hopefully growing eyes in the back of your head, man, because that is some shady shit. Don't it's, you? Uh, it's you, awesome. It's one of those machines. One quarter gives you any game. It goes through all the Donkey Kongs, all the pa- anything you'd ever want to play in the early nineties. They would have the pop. Meanwhile, shop, somebody's he, like stealing shirts out of your dryer. <laughs> I was. Is this the place that has the Papa shot that nobody can use because somebody stole all the mini basketballs? No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, different laundromat. All right. Uh, Gilmore, promise to take care of yourself, right? I'll do it. Okay. We will see you guys next week uh, with uh, what's the big movie that comes out this week? Uh, no, no, it's huge. Oh yeah, this is the this is a good one. 
It's um that angel thing. What is it called? Oh, Legion. Legion with oh. with Tyrese. Oh, yeah. Shit. Bring the rain, Tyrese. You like that story? Yeah. It's tight. It's tight. Tyrese, our buddy from Comic-Con. So, Legion. Legion starring Tyrese. Yeah. Tyrese on Twitter. It's, uh, it's Tyrese Gibson's Legion is how I'm naming this movie. With the guy who played Rock. Charles S. Dutton? Yeah, he's in it. Oh. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Be good.